So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Startup Fuel podcast. We interview entrepreneurs, investors, accelerators, ecosystem leaders, consultants, and coaches. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Pravija Saker, who is a life coach. She's going to be coming in and giving you tips, tricks about what to do to deal with a lot of problems on a day-to-day life, especially in mental health. She's also a business coach. She has a background in behavioral psychology and is currently completing a master's in psychotherapy. Pravija, thank you so much for joining us on the show. So please tell us a little bit about yourself and why did you get into what you're doing? Yeah, well, thank you for having me here, first of all, and you did a great introduction. I am really a life coach for people living mediocre lives. Before kind of getting into the coaching industry, I was living a life where I always felt like I was meant for something more. Like I always had new ideas come up and um, I felt really pulled in new creations, like even within my regular nine to five work setting, but I was not confident enough to tap into it. Like I was so fearful around it. I found life coaching and I thought I kind of needed guidance in terms of how to get started, but what I was really missing was a confidence piece. And so I think that's what coaching really did for me at first was it tapped into the confidence part first. I had to clean up my mindset. I had to kind of get good with becoming less fearful about the uncertainty because when you're starting something new, when you want to do something new, you, it's going to be uncertain. You have no idea what's coming up. So you kind of have to get your mindset cleared up first. When you are coming from this place of not being fearful, you just try new things for the sake of it. My relationships with people have gotten even better. Like I said, I've, I've started a business now, something that was, I only dreamed of doing in the past. So I really had to make that shift. And now this is what I really vow to do with my clients is take their mediocre life. There's something more and make it into a reality. I mean, you're right. The confidence, a lot of people don't have the right confidence to do things. But when you talk about living that mediocre life and kind of going up a level, it's, it's inspiring because other people out there want to be able to do that. They just don't, just don't know how to unlock that. Once you get there and like, you know, just, we've been chatting for quite some time now about life coaching and, and different ideas. And you've been such a positive person. I, I can automatically see, um, and it's not just for the show. I'm not just plugging you in here. It's the mindset there is just like, I can do whatever. Anything I want, I can do it. And a lot of people don't have that. They have their own barrier of limitation that's not put on by the outside world. It's put on right. by themselves. Right? right. That's the thing. I think, you know, life is full of 50-50. So no matter what it is, like, even though you're generally positive, there's going to be things that hit you. But what I love about this process is that it really taught you to deal with the negative aspect of it to the point where you don't spiral. Like I remember before I used to spiral and sit over things that used to make me anxious. On a general basis, you get to this point of knowing how to deal with the negativity that inevitably comes up. And then it just makes everything so much more fun. So you, you started now a business that you've never thought you'd be able to do. Yeah. You're using some of your own tips and techniques to help you get through the business, the anxiety of setting something up and growing. Right. And I'd love in this part of this show for you to share some of the, what you've learned already. I also want to know a little bit about your background too. So um, I understood like there's a really good purpose to what you're doing, but how did you actually get into this? You know what? I think I'm right up in that alley. I always have been. So my background is in psychology. So I did my undergrad in psychology. And then I, as you mentioned, I have a background in behavior psychology. So I worked and I still work as a behavior therapist right now, people or individuals diagnosed with autism. And then 
you know, from that, I kind of decided that human brain, human behavior is so interesting, not just for people diagnosed with, you know, certain um, disabilities, but just people in general, like it's so interesting to know how their brain works. Around that time I found coaching and I coached myself, but then I also started coaching other people and I noticed how it was playing out for so many people. And so then I decided to do my master's in psychotherapy to get even more versed in the human brain and behavior and how it works and how we can best go about dealing with it nowadays. You know, I, I think it's a perfect timing too. Like I've, I live in the world of startups, innovation, technology, yeah. and I've traveled all over the world to talk to, you know, and seen different types of businesses and like I believe mental health the ability for us to understand our brain what we're doing how to unlock things has yet to be disrupted there's right. still so much to come and what you're doing right now is the segue into it learning studying it understanding what what, what changes are what catalysts are creating changes in people's lives so yes. now that you've started off with psychology did behavioral now you're doing your masters right what are you learning this time in your education that's different from what you learned in the past? I don't just think it's the education. I really think it's because I've gone through the personal experience myself. I've been able to kind of adopt the theoretical knowledge in such a different way. I think without the practical experience of it, when you're learning things in school, it's very easy to like memorize it and then regurgitate it on a test. But when you put it into practice, it looks very different. Um, and I think that's how it goes, right? When you, when you go to school, you learn theoretically and then you put it into practice. Yeah, many, many people who go through master's programs say the same thing. It's like, you know, we did undergrad in, in our field, uh, started yeah. working in it. And at the time of undergrad, we're just like, we're just sponges absorbing information and just keeping it there. But as soon as you go from that and go into the, in the working world, you start applying it, right. you start realizing how the theory is so um, disconnected to the real world. And when you, when you go into a master's or a you know, further education program, you already anticipate that. So you're looking for ways to create links to your everyday work right. and automatically new techniques, new theories, like, oh, okay, this is how I would use it had I learned the past, which yeah. makes the experience of learning a lot more beneficial. Yeah. You know, I want you to talk a little bit about what you're doing with your PS life coaching business. Like, what are you doing with that? And like, tell us a little bit, a little bit about that. What made you want to start a, um, almost a business around it? Yeah. So, I mean, like I'd mentioned my story from where I was to where I am now, this is what I wanted to show people like it was possible to do to tap into there's something more. And so there's really two main parts to my program. First part is really that mindset. And it's so easy, especially for entrepreneurs and especially people we work with, I would say even like, you know, kind of perfectionists in a way they're very action oriented, right? Like you got to do, do, do things. And that's so important. And it's like the latter half of my program. But I find that if you're not mentally set going into that, it really tapers your experience because you're not ready to deal with all the uncertainty and we've talked about like all the failures that come with starting something new right it doesn't necessarily have to be a business like even if you're looking to settle down with a family or move into a bigger place whatever it may be there are going to be ups and downs there and if you don't clean up your mindset before and be equipped enough to enter that kind of new realm that you're going to be in it's really hard to sift through that part if you kind of learn to trudge through the mud at the beginning um, it gets much easier. So that's what I really work with my clients on first is really getting through that mindset part. The next part of it is the action oriented. So that's the fun part. I say like that's when the fun begins because it's kind of like you're unlocking Pandora's box. Like when you figure out your mindset, not only is like that one goal you thought you wanted to do is possible. You start thinking of ideas like left, right and center. You're like, oh, but what about this? And what about that? And then you actually believe in its possibility. So you actually go out and do it. So whereas you started with one goal, you end up having, you know, four or five and you're 
completely in a new like version of yourself that you can tap into every single one of those. And so that's when I find that action part is just so much more fun because that's the part where my clients take over. They're kind of like, yep, this is what I want to do. I know this is what I want to do. And then we, we just kind of work together to make that happen for them. I've never thought of it like that before. Like when you're starting something new, you know, you're going into a life changing decision, right. buying a house, you know, starting a business, whatever it is, you do a lot of research around the, the industry or whatever you're going into. You go watch maybe the YouTube videos, you learn about it, but not, I, don't, I didn't do it myself and I don't know how many people actually do it, analyze themselves, sit down and say, am I, is my mindset ready for this type of, you know, industry? And I, and I look at almost like investing. Like when you invest in a stock market and you go in, you look at your risk, like how much am I willing to lose before, you know, for, for the gain I'm trying to get. Right. And I think it's the same concept in, in life too. It's like when you're starting something new is I can try this for X amount of time without getting any results. And, but I want to see something that I want to prepare myself mentally to know it's either going to go one of two, three or four ways. Yeah. And depending on which way it goes, I need to be ready with my emotional and my mental state to react. If it's going really well, like, you know, just calm yourself down yeah. and make sure, you know, things are going well because yeah. things will go well at times yeah. or when things are going really bad, stick to the plan. And then maybe sometimes if it's going bad for too long, how do I identify that? And how do I decide, okay, now is the time to, to think of an ultra, like a pivot or a change in the course of what we're doing, right? Yeah. So it's, it's very cool. And so how do you take all this and put it into a, uh, a digestible format, a program or something for your clients? I'll give you like the main things from, from, you know, either portion. So the mindset portion and the action portion. So the main thing in the mindset, and it's probably my favorite, I resonate with this. I'm currently kind of doing this with myself is that, you know, in the world we live in right now, it's very easy to measure our success based on tangible things like what we've created. So, you know, right. if you, if you've created 50 K in revenue in your business, you feel successful because of that. Or if you've landed your dream partner or I don't know, your dream job, you feel successful once you've gotten that thing. Right. So it's very tangible. So as we've just spoken about when you're building a business or trying something new, you're going to have a lot more downs than you're going to have ups, right? You're not always going to be in this, in this, um, constant level of success. There's going to be a lot of times when you're not successful. And then I find that your confidence really takes a hit, right? So when we're focusing on that, measuring our success based on like what's tangibly happening, it really fluctuates us to the point where we're not able to consistently show up. So within the mindset portion of it, I really work with my clients on focusing on who you are becoming we focus on who you are right now. So who you are today, what's your mindset with your business? If it's a business, what's your mindset with it today? What do you think about it? How do you feel about it? How would you deal with failures today in this present moment? And then it's like a fun conceptual exercise where I get them to think about, you know, some future version, who is the person who's already achieved that goal that you have? You know, how did they show up for their business every day? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? How do they handle failure? How much money are they making? How do they make it? When you start encompassing the who of, of what you're trying to achieve, you start embodying that person each and every day, right? So eventually you don't really have another option, but to become that person. And so then when you start focusing on the who developing that mindset, then you add in the measures of success tangibly, right? Cause then you're on this role. Cause if something good happens, that's awesome. But if something doesn't work, it's still awesome because look at who you've become in terms of trying to work through that. I think I can sum up or try, at least hope to sum up what you're saying. And then the <laughs> quote that says, fall in love with the journey, not the destination. 
right? Yeah. It's like it, along the way, as you're learning and you're improving, fall in love with the ability to improve yourself. And I and I was I was speaking to somebody on Instagram actually the other day who had messaged me and saying, you know, you're for, for you've been you've been building startup fuel and you're building this business for many years now. And what you know, there have been ups and downs, but what have what has made you kind of stick through the process? I said, you know what, like I've built a life or I built a, biz a business and a mindset that says, I'm just going to keep improving. I don't know. I'm going to judge how fast I'm improving and how, how much better I am from yesterday to today. Yeah. And that is going to be the, the measures of my success. And eventually the actual real world success will follow, right? right. It'll, it'll naturally follow. And I'm seeing that. You know, and, I'm, and I'm, it's not just talking the talk. I'm actually seeing results. Yeah. Um, people from everywhere kind of talking to me, reaching out. When you, when you describe this, it's, it's easier said than done, obviously. Yeah. You know, people just saying, you know, fall in love with the journey, like the, like the process, don't worry about the results and all that. It's easier said because the world doesn't operate that way. The right. world wants to see results. We live in a, in a high-functioning society whose yeah. entire purpose is to create value. And everybody's per is judged in our, in our economy based on how much they earn, based on how much value they output and what is needed at the time. Yeah, and, and, and it's consistently tough. So what do you do and what do you suggest in ways to, you know, levy that? Yeah, well, I mean, just, you know, quickly going off what you said, I think it's there's so many people, especially where we are now, like there's so many entrepreneurs, right? There's so many people who want to start something on their own. And it's it's beautiful. And this is what I work for, you know, to get people to. But it also provides a lot of competition tangibly in the world, right? Because there's so many companies out there that are being built. And this is specifically why I focus on the who portion of it, who you are, because when you're focusing on that, you're not really focusing on what's happening outside the competition, you know, who's coming up beside you, who's like left that, that, um, that group of people, whatever it is, you're really just focusing on who you are becoming through what you are doing, right? So even if something doesn't work, it doesn't mean that the other company made it work better than you. It's just how did you get through that? And who are you now because of that failure you just went through in the past, right? So that's why I really think encompassing the who you are makes a huge difference, because it puts the focus inwards where it's a lot healthier and, you know, less um, fluctuating. I think it's fantastic. But like, how do you actually action that? Like, you know, I've understood the idea of how business coaches work. Mm -hmm. I've never really understood how like life coaching really works. How do people come to you? What, how do you put together a program or even a, um, a set of, a set of courses or actions on a weekly basis, monthly basis? I'm not sure. Talk, can you talk to us a little bit about how you structure the learnings in your, in your uh, coaching? We have our coaching call per week. And then I really, I mean, I, I would like to say it's like a tough love kind of, or a love-hate relationship, sorry, because I do keep them accountable, right? So after every session, there's homework. I, I will give you homework. Whether you do it or not is totally up to you. Um, but it's really tangible homework, right? So if it is something about, you know, we just spoke about like how um, failures and learning to fail in your business, like we will outline, for instance, if you're starting a business, you know, what are 10 failures that you are you know is gonna come up. What are they gonna be? Let's plan that ahead of time. So that's something I'll give my clients to do. Plan your failures ahead of time and let's talk about it on the next call. Then we'll talk through what are you gonna do every time you fail? How are you gonna pick yourself back up um, to keep going at your goal? And then what happens is that when that failure actually happens, you're like, oh yeah, I planned for that. Never mind. It's not so much of a big deal. I know exactly how to work through it. So a lot of like working with me is accountability and I'll give you the homework and then I'll follow up with that on the next call. Another piece to coaching too in general that maybe 
um, is missing in other mental health areas is the perspective. Coaching gives you a different perspective. And so every everything that my clients come to me with thinking, I challenge. I always ask them the opposite question um, and get them to look at things in a new perspective because it opens their mindset up to, you know, how else can I go about this that could be better than what I'm doing now. And I think, you know, when it comes to coaching, a lot of people may already know what they are supposed to do. I yeah. think it's 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 like when people hear about it, like, yeah, I know I'm, I'm supposed to do this. I just can't get myself to do it. Yeah. And I think that's what coaching is really about. It's about having a person whose job it is there to, to make sure you're hitting the results that you have set out for yourself. Right. And if you don't hold you accountable, say, you know, say like, this is either a good thing or a bad thing. And this is how to correct your course to come back to where you want to be a lot of us in this world, at least I was there too, where, you know, I, I read self-help books. I knew that there was something I needed to change in my life, but I just didn't know how to do it. Like I needed something tangible. I needed someone to tell me how to do this thing. And that's why I love coaching is because it gives you that, it, like you said, the accountability, but it also gives you the steps to take you from where you are today to exactly, of, you know, where you want to be in a shorter time frame. rather than six months. It's a six week time frame that you can get that all achieved in six weeks. So is that how long you normally like your coaching program is? Is it over a six week period? Yeah, so I have a I have two, I have six and 12 weeks, but a lot of people who are coming to me to start something new, I always challenge them to try and do it in six weeks because there's a lot that you can do in six weeks and it almost forces someone to be a little bit more committed to the process. Um, and, you know, again, that accountability piece comes in and you can be really blown away by the end of six weeks to see what you've created. And uh, what you've seen, you know, especially because since we since Startup Fuel is a big community of entrepreneurs and we're talking right. a lot about entrepreneurship, of course, the life coaching applies to across all industries. But specifically for people, you know, I want to segment two kind of people here, two models mm -hmm. here. One, people that are entrepreneurs and people that are entrepreneurs. OK, yeah. so what I call entrepreneurs are people who've always in their life wanted to open a business. They want to do something different, ha add a side income, a hustle or whatever it is, but just haven't been able to make the leap. Right. So for those people, what what are some of your high level tips to in, in order to start that process? Yeah, actually, those are the perfectionist people. Um, and I actually have a little challenge for those kinds of people. So if you're listening and you fall into this category, here's something I want you to do. People living mediocre lives, they tend um, like not to make decisive action or decisive decisions on what they want to do. Um, so like you said, they're entrepreneurs, they have something they want to start, but they haven't started it. And it's often because, you know, they need like a, pl a perfect plan of action in place so they know exactly what's going to happen so they can start that process. So here's a challenge for you guys if you fall into this realm. I want you to, you know, identify whatever it is that you guys are looking to do, um, you want to create. So identify whatever that goal is for you. And then the second step is to outline the three tangible steps and by tangible i mean like actionable you can do it right now tangible steps that you can take to get you closer to that goal but they have to be tangible something you can actually do and then this is the hardest part step number three is actually do those three things in three days so one thing every single day because that's where we really like lose it, right? We're like, okay, yeah, those are two things I can do it, but then it takes them six months to do it, right? And it doesn't have to be big. Like if it's something like, um, I don't know, if you wanna get a dog. So your first thing is to make sure you have the finances to get a dog. The second thing is to, you know, do your research in terms of what breed you want. And then the third thing is, I highly encourage puppy proofing your house and getting like all the things set up you need, right? It could be anything, it doesn't have to be big, but if you show yourself that you can actually start taking action on something, 
it'll make a big difference for all the entrepreneurs, like you said out there. That's a fantastic tip. So what about now for the entrepreneurs, the people have already taken the leap, have started, there's always ways to get better. There's right. always ways to improve. So what, what tips, suggestions, many challenges could you offer people already started businesses, they're already growing, maybe to unlock more potential? You can totally go with what you're doing and still make a business happen, right? So it's not like if you don't get coaching or you don't clean up your mindset, you're never gonna reach that goal. It's just how like, how easy do you want that process to be, right? Mentally, how much drama do you wanna be willing to go through versus are you kind of willing, to, do you, would you rather kind of have a more serene, fun uh, process of, of doing something on your own, right? Or of starting a business. For all the entrepreneurs out there, you know, I would talk to you guys and let you guys know, like find a way to fail. And this is what we were talking about earlier, but like make a list of 10 things. And I honestly, my coach suggests me like 50 things, but I will say 10 things to start off with. Um, things that you plan to fail on and not just small things like, you know, I, I lost a dollar, but it has to be big things like things that don't make you feel good if it happens, you know, like you have a, you host a talk and zero people show up and you still have to go through it, you know, things like that, like what's going to happen that's going to make you feel like really bad about yourself, outline those things and then outline exactly what you're going to do when that happens. How are you going to get past that? And if you have that kind of in place, it bypasses that whole mental spiral drama you'll go through about as you've wrote you've written it down it's coming up it's happening oh it happened this is what i need to do to get past it yeah i'm already starting to make that in my mind yeah. like you know i've got i've got like this goal i'm trying to hit 30 new new customers by june and i'm, I'm you know i'm putting in my mind that this is the steps i need to take to do it and i have a per month you know run rate to to, to get to there yeah. if i don't get there what am i going to do next i'm going to yeah. start writing it down so you know it's already starting to help me in in, yeah. in, in kind of outlining what happens in the moment of failure i yeah. think we talk a lot about failure in the startup industry one thing you've added, which is going to make my life easier, everyone out there's life easier. And I think the ecosystem's life is <laughs> plan for the failure, identify what that means, what failure actually means, and identify the steps you're going to take as soon as those failures happen, what's going to come next. Right. Then you're prepared, you're right. ready to go. So if it does well and everything goes according to plan, fantastic. Come, keep doubling down on it. If it doesn't go well, what comes next? Are you going to just sit there and start thinking at that point or are you going to start thinking now ahead? Yeah. Very, very powerful stuff. Like, so you said you had a, a podcast coming out. Do you also run a podcast yourself as well? Um, it's called Level Up with Life Coach Privileges uh, Shaker. So that's on Spotify, Apple, uh, sorry, iTunes, any sort of streaming service. And that comes out weekly on Fridays. And actually what I do on the podcast is I do weekly lessons. So I do this with my clients too. I get them to evaluate on a on a consistent basis. And so I do that in my life too. And I share my weekly lessons, what I've learned in that week, both business and personal life. And I share that on the podcast with everyone out there because, um, so I, I find that, you know, I want to share that with all the people, all my listeners and people resonating with my work. Perfect. I'm going to most definitely add your podcast uh, in the descriptions below so people can come and check it out. Awesome. I'm going to add your social media, your your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your yeah. um, Instagram, whatever you have available. And uh, you can also find uh, uh, Pravija and PS Life Coaching on Startup Fuel. Um, she's going to have an account on there. She's going to list her services. If any entrepreneur out there wants to unlock a higher mindset, uh, come check it out and come chat with her, have an open conversation, and maybe it might lead to something that'll help you fulfill something you've always wanted to do in life. So yeah. fantastic. And so the time is now. The time to act is now, you know, we're in yeah. the middle of a global pandemic, everything is a little bit um, distraught, but it's also a shakeup period. 
you know, it's a, it's a time where the economies and things are not operating as normal. Right. And there's a lot of opportunities that come out of this yeah. to open new businesses. And look, businesses are now anything. You know, it could be anything from opening an Instagram account to sell clothing or become a brand sponsored influencer. Yep. It could be, uh, you know, creating Bitcoin mining. The time is to move, get stuff done, put your mindset, have a vision of where you want to go in the future and be that person. Even if you aren't that person today, act like you the person who would be that exactly. person. You know, I, I look at the greats. I look at Elon Musk. I look at, um, you know, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. I look at them and I, and I think, you know, they could have decided not to do that, you know, yeah. and they could have just lived a normal, mediocre life. Yeah. And our lives would be vastly different because of it. The reason we're even having a part of this communication yeah. is the because of the effort of giants, of industry, of, of, of leaders before us. Right. And the, the things that you will do in your business, in your life, the things that I hope to achieve myself will set the stage for the next generation to come. And in that journey, if you need assistance, which is something that will help, it's almost like an unfair advantage. Yeah. Why not take an unfair advantage and have a coach with you along the way? Because yeah. the people that don't, you know, not, will, may still get there, may still be able to get through all of it. It's not saying that it's a must, but right. anytime you have an extra tool in your, in your tool belt, your disposal, all it does is that it helps, it doesn't hurt you were talking about the entrepreneurs, like it really is that energy where, you know, take that first step to do it. And this is where really I come back to possibility. Like you don't have to believe that you can make a hundred thousand dollars in a year yet. Like that's fine. If that's like a massive goal that's out of reach to you, that's totally fine. All you have to do is believe in the 5% possibility of that happening. And if, when you can take action from that point, it makes a difference because then you incrementally start believing in it more and more. And if you have a coach or someone to help you keep accountable, even better, because what they do is while you're believing in it 5%, they hold on to the 95% for you. And so with every coaching call with, you know, through the six weeks, whatever program you're going through with them, they'll kind of give you that possibility percentage and you start growing it until you've adopted the whole hundred percent of it. And when you look back, you'll be like, damn, like I created all of that and all because I incrementally you know, increase my, my belief in the possibility of it. Yeah. Baby steps, the increments, the exactly. step process, the journey. There's a theme here, Pravija, that I'm yeah. noticing. It, it's not about quantum leaps. It's not about making big changes in yeah. life. It's not about any of that. The, that stuff does not work. You can't go cold turkey. You can't do these things. You have to take steps and actions towards it. And yeah. th you've given some great tips to everybody. A lot of us are in this realm where, you know, we just, we, we dream big and then that's it. It stays a dream. It doesn't do anything more than that. And I think that's where the incremental baby steps really become more important than like the end result of it all. I mean, you've given us so much to, to do, so many challenges. I have to go now to my little uh, journal and start, you know, <laughs> listing off my failures, what I'm looking forward to. And I'm actually like really excited about it too. I'm really excited to unlock the, and level. I, I, I believe in myself and I bet on myself. You know, yeah. I've bet heavily in my entire life, everything I do, I've bet on myself. So why not do everything in my power to improve that bet? Yeah. So I want you to, to leave us with uh, one last quote. Yeah, so I have a quote here that I kind of found and it says, if you're waiting until you feel talented enough to make it, you'll never, if you're waiting for something to happen for you to start your be, making your dream into reality, you're not going to do it right? You have to take that first step of just starting somewhere, whether that's reaching out to a coach, whether that's writing your plan of action or your failure plan or whatever it is, like start somewhere. There's no wrong place to start. Even if it's, you know, journaling about what you're going to do or talking to people about it, that's still a start. But when you start kind of 
embodying what it is that you want to create it's a start and you'll it's a snowball effect like you'll just start going from there you'll find the energy to keep going with that I really appreciate you coming on the show, giving us your insight, your wisdom, and sharing with us. I'll put all the links for where people can contact you in the description below. Do reach out to her. She's very open, very friendly on Instagram, and she just thank you so much for, for coming and sharing all of this with us. I'm excited to see what where you go in the future and how we can continuously support yeah. each other. But um, like I said, thank you. Keep hacking, keep hustling, and everyone at home who's watching and listening in, I wish you all the best in your ventures, in your journey, in your growth. Comment below if you have issues. Reach out to me. I'm here to help. Privija is here to help. Enjoy the time. And Privija, thank you so much one last time for, for coming and joining us. Thank you so us. much for having me on this podcast.